The Fake Show is brought to you by Threads of Envy, the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, and by Mr. Antenna. Now your host, Jim Tofty. Alan Hughes and his brother Albert are the groundbreaking writing, directing, and producing team that brought us Menace to Society, The Book of Eli, and the award-winning The Defiant Ones. Now, Alan Hughes has produced the new FX Tupac docuseries, Dear Mama. Alan Hughes has a long history with Tupac, including that time Tupac assaulted him, ending their relationship. Until now, as Hughes wanted to know more about Tupac and his mother, Afeni, the former Black Panther member. As I've got Alan Hughes on the line right now in Los Angeles. Hey, Jim. Hey, Alan. Thank you so much for joining me. I, I'm a big fan of your work, and, and you've done so many good things over the years. I'm wondering if you were planning to do a series on Tupac, or were you asked to do this? I was asked to do it by the Tupac estate. It came out of nowhere from me. I was on my way to doing something else. And I imagine because you your history with him had its ups and downs, uh, it must have taken you a beat to decide to do this. Yeah, I told him, I said, you know, give me three days. It was an in-person meeting. I said, give me a few days. I'll get back to you Friday. It was a Wednesday. Went for some long walks and did some soul searching. I said, you know what? I don't. I don't understand this guy, and I want to understand his journey, particularly because I knew him and we had a personal history that was complex. And I came back and I said, uh, I realized because I was raised by a single mother who was a feminist activist in the women's rights movement. Oh, that's what I connected to is like, if we can tell the story of his mother as well and find Tupac through her narrative, I'll do it. And I told him, I pitched him that, and I said, I want to do multiple parts. And they agree. You go deep into the lives of Afeni and Tupac. I mean, to the point where you talk to Sister Gloria, other Black Panther members, uh, Snoop Dogg, Afeni Shakur's biographer, Jasmine Guy. What did you learn about the life of Afeni? I mean, I just learned how brilliant she was and how ahead of her time she was as far as, you know, being on the on the front lines of um uh, civil rights, um, Black Panthers, and what a orator she was, what a poet she was. Um, she defended herself in the Panther 21 trial. They were all facing 360 years in prison, 1970-71 um, in New York, and defended, defended herself eloquently. She's only 21 years old at the time. And I didn't know what the FBI did to her and her fellow comrades, Black Panthers, how they just decimated killed, sent to prison, all of them. And she was living with all that trauma and all that PTSD when Tupac was born. I had no idea. Uh, You go all the way back to when you produced uh, Tupac's first video as well. You were both kids then. I mean, I think, what, 18, 19, when you worked together, you knew him enough to know that he was an incredibly misunderstood figure, right? And it was at the beginning, so I was experiencing that in real time with him. Like, yeah. Juice had just come out. In fact, I took him to see Juice in the Paramount lot, a private screening. The first time he saw Juice, it was just me, him, and his brother and his publicist. And that's when I saw the change in him. He started changing when he saw that film. It was almost like he saw the blueprint for what to become to get the attention he needed to get his message across. When you're working with him early on, was he collaborative in the process? He was very collaborative, very passionate, very intense. He left the filmmaking to me and my brother. Um, it was amazing. He he, he 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 didn't even 
he just left it to us. It wasn't like he was bullying us with his ideas. Towards the end, we did three music videos. The third one, we that's when we started our, our relationship, started fracturing. Um, but yeah, he was a great collaborator. And he was also like a, a natural born star, a movie star, a rock star. I, I, I rarely had to tell him what, what to do. Uh, as far as direction, just turn the camera on and let's go. He was he was ready to rock. Was he close to his mother because they both had their own uh, particular set of problems? At that time, he 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 wasn't. I think she was uh, still in recovery at that time in '91. So, how do you come up with the idea to interweave Tupac and Afeni's lives? I mean, uh, and by the way, I'm assuming there were some things that didn't make the final edit because they were maybe just a little too brutal. Oh uh, wow, you're the first one to say that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you read the book, uh, Jasmine Guy um, wrote on a fanny, um, the, the titles escape me right now for some reason about revolutionary. You see you. She's so honest. That's one thing about both of them. So honest. And there are stories in there. I was like, wow, I can't put this in the doc. This is this is a whole thing right here, you know. Um, but that's the beauty of doing documentaries is you you leave enough touchstones along the way. And if people are intrigued or really fascinated, there's books about all of these characters, including all of her Black Panther comrades. Um, but yeah, there's some tough stuff in her journey, um, and you feel it in the five parts of uh, you feel you feel it. But you know, um, it, 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 it's it, she, there are books for all the details, you know. You know, it, it's not like she was maybe a well-known name in the Panthers. Was it difficult to find footage of Afeni, who, as a woman and as a mother as well? Um, was absolutely difficult. There were no images and there was no moving film footage when we started. We had to go into the archives to, like, where's Waldo and find her, and it uh -huh. was difficult. There, and there wasn't a lot, but we found it. We found There's pictures out in the world now that we found. That are amazing. She was a very stylish woman too, a very hip. Um, in her her Black Panther days, had a real swagger about her. So we we found we found films of her getting arrested too, uh, for the Panther Twenty One when they, when they put her in the pat paddy wagon and the feds came and got her with Lumumba, her husband at the time, who was the leader of that chapter in Harlem. So we found a lot, uh, a lot enough. I'm sorry, it wasn't a lot. It was enough to make the film. Um, so it was, it was, it was, it's it, when you watch it, like, wow, look at her. We found some of her spoken word poetry she did when she just got out of prison. She would tour and lecture to raise money, bail money for her Panther 21 comrades. So yeah, it's, it's in the film. How did she do after Tupac was fatally shot here in Las Vegas? Um, what would she do with the rest of her life? She dedicated the next 20 years of her life to consolidating and making sure she you know, got all his masters, ownership of everything, any and everything he had, because then her purpose became, you know, um, solidifying his legacy and making sure it was preserved in the right way and opening up schools in his name, buying property for the family, um, uh, charitable uh, organizations like that she was building, all that stuff, you know, just making sure she did the right thing to to that his name stood for what it actually stood for, which is social justice, being of service in the community and education and knowledge for the, for the young boys and girls. Um, she was all about that. I feel like your docu-series is just the beginning as far as Afeni mm -hmm. is concerned. Uh, any possibility mm -hmm. we might see a scripted series about her? Yeah, I think there's a lot of, I've, I've heard there, there's ones being, ideas being kicked about like that. There's a feature film, but I think the limited series on her would do that so much justice. So yeah, I think that's getting done. That's going to get done. 
and that was part of the reason why I wanted to do this. I said, you know, if I if I do my job right, we'll see her we'll see her as our own narrative um, feature yep. film or a limited series, and and I think people are really reacting extremely well to her 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 journey and her narrative and and um, giving her flowers to finally thank God, you know. I know it's impossible to speculate, but you knew Tupac pretty well at the beginning of his career anyway. And what do you think he'd be doing now? Because I don't know he if he'd be doing the same types of things that his contemporary Snoop Dogg is doing Corona beer commercials and hanging out with Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think he would be a great actor and yep. you know i think he'd right. be a businessman as well but i think he would give, he would be giving denzel a, a run for his money yeah because he was just that talented and had that that it factor but i definitely think he would be a businessman when you look at the jay-z's and the dr dre's i, I think tupac would have gone on to not only be a, extremely wealthy but very active in the community and that's what would have set him apart it was a tough night <laughs> here in las vegas it was a fight night when we lost him. That reverberated for a long time here in this city. I'm wondering, too, because I remember what an impact Menace to Society had when it first came out. Could you, at the time, because you were so young, really appreciate what you and your brother Albert had done? Because it was a masterpiece. Uh, it, was a, it was a hell of a ride. We were so young. We were 21 when it came out. And I, I just remember it was so surreal, all of it. The Cannes Film Festival, the critics, all being on the Today Show and all the magazines, Time Magazine was crazy, and we were we were just thankful that everyone was reacting to the film the way we wanted them to because it wasn't the we were still pissed at all the mistakes we made, you know, in the film. <laughs> um, so no, it, it, you know, we you know, I tell people all the time, I go, me and my brother, we still eat off that film, not yeah. not literally the check, but just the it, it put us on the map, and I'm we're both very grateful and and you know just. Wow. I think I remember, you know, hearing that you guys started just shooting these small little movies when you were kids, 12, 13 years old. And you got a little bit of attention when you made a movie called How to Be a Burglar. Do you, yeah. <laughs> what can you say about yeah. that? Yeah, yeah we made, that was my first in high school. It was, uh, we had, they, they, my teacher said, it was a TV production class. Go home, make uh, how to uh, make a sandwich, how to video them, how to put a uh, inner tube on your bike. I was like, we were already so advanced by that time, 16 years. I'm like, I'm not yeah. going home and making that. How I'm a, how to be a burglar. I had a Bruce Lee jumpsuit, and we uh-huh. had these dogs, these two Dobermans, and we did the Beverly Hills Casale. I broke into someone's <laughs> house, and that took my grade that year because that was the first year from F, and that guy gave me a B at the very end of the year. And nice. the next year, he says, a TV production class teacher says, as long as you share your film with the class, I'll give you an A the rest of your years here. You don't have to do any of the curriculum. And oh. it changed my life. Man, I'll, I'll life. say so. Alan Hughes' Tupac Shakur docuseries is now playing on FX. It's called Dear Mama. A pleasure and honor. Thanks so much for spending uh, this much time with me, Alan. Thank you for the time, Jim. I really appreciate it. And if you've seen any of this series on FX, you know that Alan Hughes has evolved into a very imaginative documentarian, just the latest surprise in a wonderful career. Once again, Dear Mama is now streaming on FX and Hulu. That ends this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com. Mama from a jail cell. And who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary one day.